Hello, 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 my beauties and beasts, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Wake Up to Wisdom. As always, you guys know, it's me, Gigi Farrier, your hostess with the mostess, okay? And today, I want to talk about you and your crew, boo, <laughs> but this time, no gossip, just facts. We are going to be discussing how our quality of life is so incredibly impacted by the company that we keep, the places that we choose to work, the environments that we choose to allow ourselves to be in or are sometimes forced to be in, and how all of these things really have a huge impact on our quality of life, yes, or health, or happiness, or wellness, and simply how we feel about ourselves and those around us. I just want you to know you have options, child, because ain't everybody out there your people Okay, let's get into it. So recently, Beauties and Beasts, I have been in an exceptionally um, sort of grateful mode. I feel like I spent a lot of time in recent history complaining too much and just not leaning into my joy and just exercising my misery child and I did not like it so you know send me off a change it top switch it up little bit and I just I don't know something just kind of shifted and yeah the gratitude is back on a thousand give thanks because child that other place and space baby I hated it okay it was just it wasn't for me but in doing that or in being in that sort of mindset and that kind of shift I have really, really come to terms with many things. And I don't mean that in a negative way at all. It's actually quite beautiful. I was looking around me. I was looking around at the resources I have around me. Um, My giftings, my support system, um, people who pop up from time to time with random good vibes or advice or whatever. And... I thought to myself, gosh, I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed. Um, I'm so honored to have the reality that I do. And let me just be real with y'all. Like, it's not like if I have the financial riches that I desire yet, but my wealth is so great. And my wealth is great because I feel like there's so much more to life than just the the dollar dollar sign i mean don't get me wrong that is extremely important (laughs) let's not play the game but there is a wealth that comes outside of the monetary side of things and i really feel like i am very wealthy that there is so much for me to really just be grateful for and i don't like i don't even care if it sounds cheesy but i'm not actually saying that to be cheesy i'm just saying that to be honest and realistic And I feel very lucky and I feel very blessed and grateful to have that. So in doing that, I was just thinking and I was like, damn, but like, I also remember when I have given into moments where I just felt like I'm too much. I, uh, what I require is, uh, is asking for too much, um, feeling like I just didn't fit in and I didn't belong in areas where, I kind of feel like I could, but then never actually did. And, you know, the list of, of emotions and experiences we go through in life is is long and is quite um, extensive, right? But 
I just thought to myself, I don't feel too worried about trusting a lot of people in my life. I don't feel too worried about being afraid of certain things. I don't worry about being misunderstood too much by my really close people for the people who I am misunderstood by. I give that grace as well and recognize that sometimes that is my own miscommunication, but sometimes they're just not going to get me because they're not my people, even if I thought they were or they thought they were. And that has given me so much peace. That has allowed me to release so much, to not carry certain things with me, to just honor where I am and where other people are and recognize that the difference, though it may be acute, is quite fine. I don't need y'all to get it. You know, y'all don't need me to get it. We all right. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's one side of it. But you know, the thought, the raw thought that crossed my mind that made me really want to do this podcast, I had made notes to do one of my live sessions on Instagram, um, the birthplace of hashtag wake up to wisdom for me. Um, actually, no, it's not. The birthplace was WordPress. But anyway, um, but I had done the live. And afterwards, when I was finished the live, I said, oh, child, I have more to say. Okay. And the raw thought, as I said, that really crossed my mind was, imagine being around people who make you feel crazy just because you're smarter than them. Imagine people who make you feel lesser than just because they are not capable of doing what you do. Imagine people who just don't get you when maybe your ideas, concepts, and outlook are beautiful or genius, but they're just not in that space that you're in. And they make you feel lesser than, or they do everything they can to try to, or they make you feel like something's wrong with you, or the general aura of the space just doesn't feel good, might not be healthy, is destructive or damaging in some way to you if you do take it on and take it in. And I just thought the people that we choose to be around, the company that we choose to keep, the environments that we allow ourselves to be in, choose to be in, or sometimes have no choice at times, but to stay in, really, really impact our quality of life. And so I had started the live Wake Up to Wisdom with the concept of how the, the people we choose to surround ourselves with really impact our quality of life. But it is so many things um, more than I could have said and fit into that one life. And so in exploring that today, we are going to go a little bit more in depth starting right now. So backtrack, many times in my life, I have really, really been around people. Um, you know, and this is not a knock to people I've worked with before because I I personally just feel like I don't really know in most cases that it's something I hold against people now in any way, but you know, I have my own specific sense of style. I've evolving child. I like to change it up. <laughs> um, you know, I have a different background than most people in my industry. Um, I think I've met like one other person <laughs> with the same background. Uh, and I have had a plethora of experiences I have had people say I mean for me it would just be normal conversation between me and my friends but I've been in environments where someone would be like oh she just thinks that she knows everything and I don't know if it was the way that I expressed myself in those moments but I knew I would leave the moment feeling very awful because I certainly didn't intend to make anybody feel like they were lesser than me or knew less than me and I began to realize that with each environment, there are levels of adaptation that we will choose 
and to some degree need to um, observe and execute. But in experiencing that and in experiencing people who just, I mean, I, I remember when I first started in the hair industry, for instance, um, for those of you who may not know, my background has nothing at all to do with hair until I decided to pursue that career. I spent my whole life um, definitely with the goal of being a lawyer. Maybe briefly when I was like a teenager, I was like, I'm going to be a forensic pathologist or I'll be a kinesiologist because I was an athlete as well. But pretty much the biggest um, careers that stand out in my mind, I mean, I should mention music, but feels beside this, the point for me, <laughs> but the biggest careers that stand out in my mind right now um, in retrospect are I really wanted to be an Olympian, I really wanted to be a professional athlete, and I really wanted to have my career in the legal field, own properties, be um, a sort of serial entrepreneur or a multipreneur, if you will. So I think the multipreneur part, yes, I didn't continue with my law studies life happened. I chose to adapt. Um, it felt like the best fit for me at the time. And I have, um, pursued hairstyling and the beauty industry ever since. So hair and aesthetics, um, at various times respectively. And I guess I was coming from a poli sci, so sci, you know, um, heavily academic background. A lot of my counterparts, I mean, I get in where I fit in. I can get along with different types of people. But I also have had the experience where people will just kind of look at how I dress or if I choose to speak well 90% of the time, they'll just assume, you know, sit a gallery, stush, bougie, bougie, bougie. And while I don't think there's anything at all wrong with being that, that's not everybody's cup of tea and would not always serve me well with certain groups of people. So what I consider to be regular conversation um, with somebody else's version of me trying to show off. And I really wasn't. It was just my norm. And, you know, what's normal to the spider could be chaos to the fly. And it took me many, many years to realize, baby girl, while you can learn from those people, those people are not your people. And if you are around people where you constantly feel like you need to explain the most simple elements of yourself, then maybe you're just not compatible, okay? And I think we have a tendency as human beings to lean into the concept of compatibility in terms of romantic relationships. But you can have incompatibility with your parents or parental figures. You can have incompatibility with your friends. You can have incompatibility with the random person in HR at work. Like people are people and they go people. Okay. And everyone is not your person and you are not everyone's person. And that's just the reality of what life really is. So I'm going to start there. Don't try to force compatibility. If there's something I could say to my younger self or to my children, uh, my future children, it would be don't force compatibility. Be your most authentic self respectfully. Okay, and I'm not quoting Justin. I'm just saying, you know, I've spent so much time trying to pander to other people's comfort. 
that I think a lot of times in doing that with with good intentions I don't know if pander would have been the right word but you guys hopefully get what I mean I spent so much time doing that that there were moments where honestly it just drained me even more than regular social interactions do and I believe it drained me because I was not leaning into my authentic truth I wasn't allowing myself the space to simply be I was trying to give people the space to be but wasn't giving myself that space and I would have done this for like years on end I guess I would feel like work is work and home is home and at the time when I started in the beauty industry I had a really really fantastic partner super supportive like couldn't want for anything no trust issues no no question of the love no question of the stability no question of the care no question of being able to be myself I really lucked out and I soon realized after we chose to go separate ways that that is not the norm but I think because I was getting that fill um it allowed for me to sort of give people so much more space to be them even if it made me feel bad offended me made me feel small whatever and I would never really speak up about it I would just try to just you know keep the peace blah 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 and what I noticed is that when that person was no longer there and I no longer have that outlet of feeling I could just be, a lot of things started to really change for me, as I imagined they would for anyone. And a lot of people who really weren't compatible for my life, I would try to force them to fit in ways that they didn't need to. So that's why I start with you know, don't force a fit. Don't force a fit. Respect people, be compassionate of people, but also be aware of how people treat you. Set your boundaries to suit. And don't be afraid to honor yourself in situations where perhaps you can see that someone has absolutely no intention of honoring you because maybe they don't like you. Maybe they don't quite understand you. Maybe they're not to that Um, stage of life yet where you're at maybe you're just on different planes right now you know whatever it may be there's no need to be disrespectful about it but don't let people be disrespectful to you either just because of incompatibility and in the same way don't go around trying to force your size 10 personality to fit in a size 7 personality box (laughs) okay or your size 7 personality to try to take up the space of the size 10 box because that's not who you are and that in itself will change how you feel about yourself, you know, you almost stop remembering who you really are if you're constantly having to appease others. And, uh, you know, there are elements of my career where I cannot quite avoid that, but there are elements of it where I can. And it has taught me to build up a certain strength for who I actually am and how to unapologetically just be. And I'm still learning that daily. But it has also allowed me to recognize, listen, some people ain't your people. Some people are not the clientele fit for you. Some people are not compatible with you. And that is perfectly fine. You do not need to try to have every single client or try to be friends with every single co-worker or try to keep the peace with every single person. Respect people and keep it moving, boo, okay? It's your workplace, honey. It is not your home. It is not a hotel. (laughs) Okay. Um, I do think, though, that said, that there needs to be a certain level of healthiness, mental healthiness to work environments. A lot of us are in spaces where we are overworked, 
in some cases underpaid, in some cases we are paid very well, but our quality of life or balance of life is lacking or is questionable or we work so much that our health is completely compromised. And I don't know, say when you're dead and you made all the money, you still cannot come back and get it, yes? So that's one thing to consider. But the other thing to also consider is that money is not all. And as I said in the beginning of this podcast, wealth really is built around a multitude of things that really make it holistic. And that's going to be different things for all of us, as I believe like success and wealth are things that we need to define for ourselves. We need to take the time to define for ourselves. So honey, it don't be crunched into nobody's fantasy of what is success or wealth for you. But at the same time, um, or and at the same time, I can't even remember, um, you know, recognize when an environment isn't great for you. You know, recognize when you need something different, need something better, need something slower, need something faster. You know, underwhelm is just as destructive and damaging as overwhelm. And if you are surrounded by an environment and people and or people um, that are underwhelming or overwhelming you, it's time to reassess how you can create a better reality for yourself. Next segment. Okay, so here's the thing. Before I actually go into the next segment, I wanted to say something else. Number one, something that stood out to me, because I kind of try to review the segments when I do them. But number one, you know, I was just thinking back to those times when I was like, okay, well, this person feels like I'm too much. Or I also have like um some tics related to my social anxiety. So one of them, it kind of sounds like I'm laughing but it would sound like a smirk after uh, my words when I feel uncomfortable or anxious or maybe I'm in a new situation or meeting a new person. Now, over the years, I've found ways to manage that a lot better, but a tick is a tick, and if the situation is enough, it'll come out. But it used to come out a lot because I just wasn't in my comfort zone on any level. And I remember... um, a teammate once completely embarrassing me. Perhaps that wasn't their intention. Perhaps it was. I really don't know. And they were like, you laugh all the time. And like, it's really annoying. Just like, shut up. You talk too much. And in the moment, I remember just holding back the tears in the meeting and so on. And in retrospect and re- reflection, however you want to put it, to that season of life and that particular moment um, specifically, Um, I was emotionally immature because I shouldn't have taken that person's unkind, um, expression of their emotions so personally, and I shouldn't have let that, uh, become a part of the rhetoric that I tell myself about myself, but they also were emotionally immature in the way that they chose to communicate. It was harsh. It was cold. It was callous. It was incredibly embarrassing, and it stuck with me for many, many years. And it, it, it took me about 10 years to really kind of move past having these hangups as to if people are thinking this and if I'm being to this or being to that. And I want to say that we'll always be too much for somebody and we'll always be too little for somebody. But do not let that deter you from being yourself. Now, not saying not to consider the, the people around you and like how your behavior impacts them. Because sometimes I say these things and y'all just run with some wild crazy like (laughs) madness but you know be considerate but please do not compromise 
excuse me, too much on who you are because we are who we are for a reason and who we are resonates with the right people for us. The other thing I was going to say is this. So what if someone else knows so much more than you? That's how we learn. There's always something that someone else knows that we don't know. So, you know, there is a difference, of course, between people who are being annoyed all like on purpose and trying to show off and just be very like obnoxious versus people who might just really be smart or maybe well versed in a particular area. So that's why they have the ability to speak on it, not because they're trying to show off or appear to be more than they are, um, but because that's just who they actually are. And you know, I was, I was, um, I took a little bit break from the pod just to just do some things around the house. And I was just thinking to myself, but you know, like there's facts, like some people just know their stuff in whatever area. And I'm sure some other person knows their stuff in another area. So we don't all have to be smart in the same way, but when someone may have like a gifting in an area that you don't, or something that is, um, you know, not as familiar to you, we also don't need to make them feel like, I don't know, a financial downgrade for an economy, right? You don't need to create defeat in someone just because their truth is unfamiliar to you. And that goes for, uh, you know, just sexuality, trans persons, um, people who speak differently to you, people from different cultures, you know, embrace their difference even if you don't um want to follow it and see what it can teach you life is very different when we are open to being teachable rather than being hell bent on um incurring pain hurt and embarrassment so that was just a side note i mean it was a long side note but it was it was important okay it was okay next point when something is Hmm. How do I put this? It is every episode that I'll have a como se dice moment. <laughs> um, I just think that when something is unique to us, it doesn't mean that we don't need to respect it. And I think sometimes some of us have, it's so many things that impact us. Um, you know, how we're raised sometimes makes us you know, just kind of seek people who really will never, ever, ever understand us because that is perhaps the home environment we grew up in. So the only way that we know how to distinguish and establish love is by making it very, very hard to attain and achieve. And in fact, if it comes too easy, a lot of times persons who've had an experience like that seem to self-sabotage because it just doesn't feel like a loving engagement to them or they think the other, uh, the ball's going to drop or the other shoe's going to drop or however the saying goes. And I just think it is so important to recognize that we need to be respected. We don't need to be dragged through the mud. Um, And if you are, in fact, finding yourself in interactions like that, now is the time to start reassessing how to move forward from those spaces. You know, a lot of us will say things like, um, I want better people in my life, but do absolutely nothing to have better people in your life. We don't make any space for those people. We don't allow the people who are showing us their truth to go 
uh, on about their merry way, you know. And I think it comes down to we feel like we need to have friends forever. We feel like we need to engage with the same people for years and decades on end. What if when you were five... <laughs> you are not the person that you are now. And what if that's true for most people, you know? So yeah, having long friendships is, you know, a sign of healthy interaction in life. Yes, to a degree. But also maybe you had horrible friends when you were younger. Maybe you've had horrible experiences in certain parts of your life. And so please don't feel obligated to keep people who are awful for you, your mental health and physical health and just well-being and happiness in your life that you are not obligated to people who damage you or to situations that make you feel completely destroyed um and saying that i will also say this it is very important that we respect ourselves enough to know when a season of friendship is over now this is one of the most challenging things that i think that i experienced last year um there are always going to be those people who you think are going to be in your life forever, who you think really understand you. And then maybe one day you get some downtime or something happens and it's a catalyst for you to really reassess things. And as you reassess, you recognize, damn, I've outgrown this friendship. Or maybe this never even really was a shared um, support system of a friendship. Maybe it's been more one-sided. Maybe you notice that maybe that person hasn't really done anything different but maybe now you are more honest with yourself about who you are. And so that edited down version of friendship that you had with them, where you did not show your full self because you didn't feel comfortable or you knew they would be judgy about it, isn't going to work for you anymore because you've evolved. And that may have nothing really to do with them. That may have had everything to do with, with us and our own insecurities. But the reality is, is that we need to be we need to just be honest with ourselves about where we're at and who's for us because holding on to expired seasons of our lives doesn't make sense and i'm not saying it's easy and i'm not saying to just oust people like a roach with bug spray but i am saying that we do need to honor the truth you know if we kept every item of clothing from when we were a baby till when we hit like i don't know 30 we wouldn't have space for anything unless we lived in a ridiculous mansion right it's not necessary to be a friendship hoarder or an emotional hoarder and for some of us we've lost so much that we feel like we need to hold on for dear life to certain people and certain things but you are still you even if you don't hold on to every single thing and it is fine to be you know to allow some things to run their course and be what they need to be now i'm not going to say that that's always the easiest thing in fact i can definitely say that's one of the most challenging experiences that i had last year and in other years i have moved forward from from friendship um related unions and didn't feel this way but it was just a different energy for me last year and a completely different experience and a lot of truth that i had to sit with myself and really just listen to how I actually felt because I was realizing that it wasn't my reaction that I would have normally had before and I had to just really delve deeper within my own thought processes and figure out well why you know um and I just noticed that your quality of life you know is 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 so is so heavily influenced by how you feel you can express yourself and if you constantly feel like in your work you have to suppress elements of yourself and then in your friendship you feel the same way and then in your home life you feel the same way how when the hell do you get time to just be 
it's that's not healthy so what i had to realize as as rough and child it was on a nose a rough day like a road with potholes or whatever um was that friendships where i cannot really be my the majority of myself for whatever reason they may have evolved that way maybe are not the best fit for me at this stage of my life and that is going to sometimes mean hurting some people including ourselves to an extent because to lose someone who you've had in your life for a very long time or for a lifetime is like grief and the bereavement and the parting with that person is very tough but sometimes it's necessary and sometimes you come back together everything doesn't have to be a forever thing baby but at the same time, you do need to save space for the truth. And sometimes the truth is hard to swallow, but extremely necessary to embark upon. So that's another thing that I would like to say. <laughs> um, let's get into the next seg- segment. Um, so I want to talk a little bit as well about kindness and compassion as we were speaking about respect and even just letting go. When you find yourself constantly over-explaining, not in the work scene now, this is the friends scene, okay, the home, the family scene, the home scene, Um, I'm going to leave the spousal scene, the boo scene for last, okay, okay. I feel like when we find ourselves over-explaining everything, when people are making it very, very difficult to... Like, like if or communication is sound, because sometimes we're poor communicators, let's be real. It happens to me sometimes, especially if I'm really having a very tough time psychologically. Um, my answer to that, my way of being able to work through that is to retreat. Unfortunately, that does not work in some areas of life. And then I have to deal with the consequences until I can find a better way to go about that. But... I think it's also important to bear in mind that there are times when we are spending what could be damn near a whole work day <laughs> every two seconds trying to explain to someone, this is how I feel, this is why I feel it, and they just don't get it, or they don't care to get it, or, ooh, child, mm. or you explain to someone something that has to do with their behavior, and instead of admitting like an adult to their behavior, not even like an adult, because even as adults, sometimes we just fumble. <laughs> we just fumble the behavior that we need to be exhibiting. But instead of them, you know, taking accountability for their actions and the impact that their actions have had on someone else, they gaslight you or they completely um, just, you know, deflect or they never think they're wrong. They never think they're the problem. They think it's everyone else around them. Now, here's the thing. Those things aren't always to do with you, the person coming to them. Sometimes that's a personal battle, just like we all have, that that person is working through or not working through. The question is, is it worth it to stick the friendship out and work through it with that person? Is it is it that type of a, a bond? Or is it something where it's like, yeah, you know, you really need for just cool yourself? Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's that as well. And I think that that is super important to consider, um, you know, because there, there's so many different variables. And if you feel like you're in those positions, recognize that if you're a person who is... I don't, it's so many things. Like there, there's so many variables to this. This pod could go on forever and that is not my intention. I just want bite-sized amounts or at least that you could listen to it in two parts. But 
you know, we need to take the time to understand what we need to feel supported and what our friends or loved ones also need to feel supported. And if a person is really not capable of giving you that because of the particular season that they may be at in life, sometimes you need to stop expecting that from them. So whether or not it is that we um, separate ourselves from that person or we disengage to a certain degree or we just recognize this is just who this person is so I'm not going to expect much else from them. Whatever it is that is the the fitting um, anecdote for that particular situation, we need to figure that out individually and personally and apply it to the objective situ- the subjective situation because um, every approach is not like just objective like well this is what it is blah 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 you know things are individual you know and it's important to consider multiple factors not just yours but other people's as well but if you find yourself in that kind of situation if you find yourself in friendships uh relationships bonds that just do not feel kind do not hold compassion for the different stages of real life that we all go through you know that that's tiring as fuck quite frankly and it can be really dehabilitating to only have friends like that and sometimes i've i've listened to people who have shared with me um over the years in various spaces and felt honestly a deep set hurt because you just realize that some people just have no one who really gives a damn about them. Some people have friendships that are based in just gossip. Some people have relationships that are based in exchange and transaction only and not in love, compassion, or benevolence. And if that is where you are at, it's okay to want more for yourself. In case nobody ever told you that that's not how it needs to go or even should go, I'm here to tell you. You don't need friends who only know you to get things or only know you because you want to look pretty together or handsome together um, or who are destructive and damaging to your relationships with your significant other or with other friends, friends who are overly jealous or overly possessive. They're different things. And we're all healing through something. We're all going through something. We all have our personal story, but we don't have to be the um, enabler in every other person's story. We don't have to be the fixer of every person. And I think it's really, really important for us to establish that all of these things, child, you know, so that'll tire you out in life, right? Those things will drain you. They will inevitably drain you. So that's another area where assess it, figure out what you need and make sure that your quality of life is not being compromised because you are trying to be compassionate to everyone, but no one's doing that for you or very few of the, the people you've chosen are doing that for you because for some people, that's the reality. It's sad, it's hurtful, it's tough. We wish we could give them a big hug, <laughs> but that's a decision that we also, as the people in that position, have to make for ourselves to want different, to operate in a different manner and to really go after um, a better outcome for ourselves. So there are so many different variables that can be considered in terms of the company we keep, how that impacts our quality of life, the places that we choose to stay, um, you know, our dwelling spaces, whether those be home, work, where we work out, where we hang out, whatever the case is. The important thing here, I think, above all things, is to be mindful with the unions we keep in our lives, the environments that we allow ourselves to spend um, influential amounts of time in and the way that we go about our living. And I I think that's really actually the crux of the matter is how are we mindfully 
adjusting to a life that's healthy for us? How are we putting ourselves in spaces that are best for us, whether they be physical spaces, emotional spaces, whatever the case may be? And who are we surrounding ourselves with? And when we do surround ourselves with these people, how do they make us feel? You know, what can we deduce from the reality that we've been living? I feel like sometimes in life, I hear people complain for years on end um, or for a season about how unhappy they are, how miserable certain things make them, how disappointed they are, how perhaps um, unfulfilled or underwhelmed they are. And I'm here to say from experience that underwhelm is equally as daunting or sometimes more so than overwhelm and can then in turn overwhelm you. But also living in that space where you're constantly settling and just constantly sort of making do can 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 have a negative impact and that can exist with or relationships or friendships or um you know our work what we put ourselves into and I could go on forever on a million different topics that relate to the people we spend time with, the way we work, the places that we we invest our energy and time in, the way we sometimes even choose to have fun, which we don't even find fun anymore, but we've always done it, so we just keep doing it. And the more that I speak about it, the more that I just think to myself, it really is about making mindful decisions for the lives that we really, really want taking the time to create boundaries where we need them saying no when we need to and saying yes to things that actually make our hearts sing and yeah sometimes we got to say no to things that don't make our hearts sing in order to get to a better place but you know take into consideration I mean I hope you will I hope that's why you're listening the points that have been made but also remember that when everything else feels a little bit rough think about does this decision actually support um, the lifestyle that I truly want to be living? Am I happy with this? Do I feel good about it? Does it make me feel good at the end of the day? And if it doesn't, or if the person doesn't, or if the job doesn't, or the type of work, or whatever it may be doesn't, then maybe it's time to start reassessing. I'm a big believer in having an exit strategy, and I'm a big believer in recognizing when my season somewhere, when our season somewhere are up when it's time to go so as always you guys thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast to support me in whatever way if you're not following me on socials it's at g-i-g-i-f-a-r-i-e-r on instagram and tiktok and i look forward to seeing you there and of course as always always (laughs) remember to wake up as your most authentic selves each and every day to slay 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 to bring exactly what you have to the table serve it up on a platter even though that may look different on some days and let me tell you my darling you better make it matter thank you so much for listening to the hashtag wake up to wisdom podcast and i look forward to seeing you guys again next month